0: The Oakdale Christian Centre Podcast. In this eighth part on our series on growing and developing, we
1: continue to look into
0: sowing. The main reading is Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, to the end of chapter 6.
2: Man, So last week we looked at that uh, natural, spiritual, eternal principle, sowing and reaping. And the great thing about it is we can look at our lives and we can see what we're producing and we can then say, well, what am I sowing? Um, If I'm uh, continually a little bit uh, morose, down, if that's a perpetual thing, then I need to begin to uh, speak into my life and need to get God's word into my life. And uh, listen to, the, to, to God's word. If i got issues with lust, then what am I watching? What am I looking at? What am I feeding? What am I sowing? Um, if I'm negative, then what are my words like? What am I listening to? Um, very important what we surround ourselves with, God's word. Um, if we lose our passion for the Lord and passion for uh, the kingdom, then we need to just watch what we're sowing into us. Um, Dr. Wilbur Chapman said this, anything that dims my vision of Christ uh, or takes uh, uh, away my t- taste for Bible study or cramps my prayer life or makes Christian work difficult is wrong for me and I must, as a Christian, turn away from it. See, that's why we're looking at, we're, what we're we, uh, looking today at the seed, the seed that we're using. That's really important. Um, Susanna Wesley said this, great woman of God who brought up many, many kids, didn't she? And two, well, pretty good, but two especially. This is what she said. "This is watch with whatever, whatever weakness is, whatever weakness, whatever weakens your reason, impairs the tenderness of your conscience, obscures your sense of God, takes the relish of spiritual things, whatever increases the authority of body over mind, that thing is a sin to you, however innocent it may seem in itself. Good, wise words, isn't it? Because the devil, remember, he's, rich, he's a bit sharper than me and you. And uh, he will lure us and deceive us. And that's not too bad. And we're, we're a bit like that. We Oh, it isn't that bad. Of course it is. If, if it's causing us to lose our fire and love for Jesus, stop it. You know, and, uh, so we're looking at that sowing. Sowing the seed. Isn't it amazing? Um, we talked a little bit about the seed yesterday. The seed is the unit of reproduction of a plant. Capable of developing into another such plant. Amazing really, isn't it? Um, and uh, if you take up some of those seeds like a carrot, I think, you look at that, you thought, how on earth can a plant come from, it's only very small little seeds, aren't they? How on earth? But that's the miracle, The miracle. And of course, as we said before, you always reap more than you sow. And again, that's negative and positive. Sometimes we, we look at the positive, oh, bless the Lord. But it's also negative as well. If you sow into the flesh, remember he's saying, do not be deceived. Galatians 6, he's talking to Christians, do not be deceived sow do the flesh and you will reap destruction you will reap it and that's why he said so so seed of course also again uh, we we'll mustn't forget the seed um is used as offspring as well isn't it that which is a descendant with that which has the ability the power to uh ful- carry on uh, the, the generations um and so it is a creation principle first of all seeds is a creation principle genesis 1
3: and God said let the earth bring forth grass and uh,
2: the herbs that yield seed and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind whose seed is is in itself on the earth and it was so and the earth brought forth grass the herbs, the herbs that yield seed according to its kind the tree that yields fruit whose seeds is in itself according to its kind and God saw that it was good so the evening and the morning were the third day. So a plant produces its own seed wonderful, what a cri- who, who said this was just a, just random chance. <laughs> Get a grip on it! Mm. Absolutely amazing. And if you watch the green plant, you will see how the the, the plant continues and those seeds travel miles—some by wind, some by different animals. Uh, and, and they reproduce and they get in a, in many different places I'll read a story in a minute but so that's God's creative principle we read this last week but it's still the principle that we must understand Genesis 8
3: no build builded an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar and the Lord smelled a sweet savour and the Lord said it in his heart I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I gain smite any more <laughs> everything living as I have done. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease.
2: Again, that's a creation principle. Sowing and reaping what you sow. And of course, a plant... We'll never die out because of lack of seed but environment um again that green planet they, they they are storing up is uh, uh, that uh, thousands of seeds that some of these uh, these plants are dying out so someone in britain in a cold storage we just saw them in there they've got thousands and thousands of seeds that they they so they won't um they won't die out so seed is the natural principle we just look at uh, how the seeds work because it encourages us because uh, seeds can lie dormant for many years but given the right environment bless the Lord they can gather and produce and of course it isn't a quick process is it now we don't like that we don't like that we want it we want to sow and reap in the same day as we read it last week that's, well, that's like inf- childish isn't it infantile we want it yesterday no 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 we're sowing we're sowing and uh, God sees us sowing what did he say I'll see you praying in the, in the, in the secret and I'll reward you in the uh, arena, public arena. So, but also remember that uh, seed, time, and harvest. But let's listen to this again from Genesis. I and mean, we always look at Genesis, and we when we get there were original principles for everything, for uh, uh, life, the, the sanctity of life, the sanctity of marriage, sexuality, all the principles of sin and righteousness and judgment and uh, redemption, all in Genesis. That's why it's been so attacked, isn't it? And, of course, Revelation, Genesis and Revelation are, are books that have been attacked so much, because one tells us where we're from and what we need to do, and one says where we're going. Yeah, and, uh, <coughs> so, Genesis 3. Genesis three.
4: Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The snake deceived me and I ate. So the Lord God said to the snake, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all life, stop no wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers.
2: He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. Yeah. So the word seed it is. You, you will. Your seed will destroy the enemy. He will bruise his heel but he will crush his head. And of course that's a great, again, the, the power, the viability, the life in seed. Of course Jesus is the seed of uh, David, and, and of course we, we understand that. Well, a seed. What is a seed? Well, a seed is again, as we just said, the ability, a unit of uh, reproduction of a plant. First of all, that seed has viability, where it's capable of growing into a healthy organism. Now, willows only have a few days after falling from uh, the parent tree, and that viability is gone. Uh, other seeds, for the example, the Oriental lotus is known to germinate even after two thousand years. It was dispersed. Bless the Lord. That's encouraging, isn't it? Oh, Lord, I sold into that person so many years ago. Mm -hmm. Bless the Lord. Remember, the viability of that um, is there. Bless the Lord. Dormancy, the viable dormancy, where the seeds have a resting period which are able to germinate. And, uh, of course, uh, that that plant, uh, chemical changes take place in the seed for germinating. So the, the tough coat has to be broken down, doesn't it? And if you remember, some of you... I did never do it. I remember my dad doing it, soaking the seeds. Remember we used to soak the seeds, so we were just ready to ready to germinate straight away. Otherwise, you put it in the in the soil, and it's going to, it's going to take a bit longer. But you, you soften the hard coat, so the, uh, the the root, the radical, can grow out, and then it begins to, to begins to grow. The dormant seed, the dispersal, we, well, as we said before, through water, um, animals, wind, and then germination. Uh, not take place unless the seed is transported to a favorable environment with adequate water, oxygen, and temperature, of course. And then the seed, when it has the right environment, will grow. So remember, it isn't just the seed. Seed is, is vital when we look at the moment. Remember the environment. we talked talking about that last few weeks. Weeds in our lives, things in our lives that need to be ripped up, dug up, uh, plowed up. Um, sometimes that takes a while because it's deep isn't it? Some of those r- r- ricks. And I always remember. Again, never. Uh, the boys used to dig the garden every year. There were stones coming up. I'm thinking you dug you enough stones up last year, but the stones would be there again next year. And uh, keep, keep digging, keep digging. Um, it's so nice being the youngest, yeah. Okay? I did use to cut the grass, mate.
0: <coughs>
2: sometimes, no. Um, so we have that uh, the environment, and, and we see that in, in God's word, Jeremiah. 12, 10 to 13.
5: Many rulers have destroyed my vineyard. They have trodden my potion foot. They have made my pleasant potion a desolate. desolate wilderness. They have made it desolate, desolate. It moans to me. The whole land is made desolate because no one takes it to heart. The plunderers have come on all the desolate heights in the wilderness, and the sword of the Lord shall devour from one end the, of land to the other end, and the land no flesh shall have peace. They have sown what? Oh, they have sown wheat, but reaped thorns. They have put themselves to pain, but do not profit. But be ashamed of your harvest because of the fierce anger of the Lord.
2: So we, we see they were sowing, but there was no reaping. And again, the Bible Jeremiah is talking ultimately, first of all, of the leaders. The leaders trampled the ground. The leaders trampled God's word. We know that's the first one, isn't it? First uh, first saw they trampled the word and God treated it lightly, treated it with no authority, no uh, no wonder. And of course they they told they and of course then there's a lovely verse, lovely saying there in verse twelve, they they no one they was uncared, they didn't lay it on their heart. They didn't care that they didn't take God's word seriously, they didn't care that they lived up to God's word, they were living as they liked with idolatry and goodness knows what, and they did not lay it on their heart. There was no conviction, and when we lose conviction. We're in trouble. We become hard, uh, and the Bible says our consciences become seared, and we're really in trouble because there's, uh, you know, either the Lord has got to really knock us into next week, or uh, sometimes He just let us drift off um, and uh, have our own way in a sense. So uh, that's the key. That's the key. They sow, but they didn't reap. Why? Because of their hearts uncaring, and caring and concerned and uh, looking at god's word and we we mentioned this last week we'll read it tonight haggai one uh, when they'd come back from um, babylon haggai 1 4 11. is it
4: a time for you yourselves to be living in your paneled houses while this house remains a ruin this now this is what the lord almighty says give careful thought to your ways you have planted each Uh, planted much, sorry, (laughs) but have harvested little. You eat, but never have enough. You drink, but never have your fill. You put on clothes that are not warm. You earn wages, only to put them in a purse with holes in it. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. Go up into the mountains, and bring down timber, and build my house, so that I may take pleasure in it, and be honoured, says the Lord. You expected much, but see, it turned out to be little. What you brought home I blew away. Why, (coughs) declares the Lord Almighty, because of my house, which remains a ruin, while each of you is busy with your own house. Therefore, because of you the heavens have withheld their dew and earth its crop. I called you I called for a drought on the fields and the mountains, on the green, the new wine, the olive oil, and everything else the ground produces on people and livestock, and on all the labour of your hands.
2: Amen. So again, nothing wrong with the seed, the environment. The Lord said, I withheld the rain. Why? Because their priorities were all wrong. Their perspective, they were, uh, made sure they were okay. Their houses were fine. But the house of God, which is the most important, uh, you know, seeking him first, making sure people had a place to go where there was a temp, but it was a house of prayer, that was left to ruins. And he said, you know, I love the Lord. He said, think about this now. No, consider this. Get your brain working. She doesn't make us throw our brains out, does he? It's sometimes it's so obvious yeah, yeah. that we don't see it. And of course, the problem is we don't want to see so often, it's do we? Because then we've got to say, Lord, well, yeah, I'm sorry. There's you know other things have cropped up in my life. So, uh, the environment very important. And we looked at that a few weeks ago about digging and uh, sowing and uh, dredging up. And I was just reading again another uh, story about. Um, uh, but it was 97 and uh, they were digging uh, where were they digging something about Henry the and they were digging up uh, um, digging up, up up something and the seeds they obviously some seeds there that were disturbed in the digging and what happened it began to grow it began to grow so our prayer so often is lord the word has been sown disturb it it may mean a stirring in people's lives yeah lord whatever you whatever it takes whatever it means Stir it, Lord, and with that that we pray. We are praying and we are plowing. The Bible says, seek my face, plow into those places and, and disturb those uh, seeds that were sown maybe many, many, many years ago. But of course, as we know, uh, the seed is not just a creation principle. It's a spiritual principle. The Bible's very clear that uh, he, he likens God's word to seed. Let's make sure we're right on there. Isaiah 55.
1: Seek the Lord while he may be, call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him, and to to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts than your thoughts, for as the rain comes down and the snow from the heaven, and do not return there, but water, water the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing
2: for which I sent it. Bless the Lord. God's word Uh, is seed, he said, it will not return void to him. Bless the Lord, it will accomplish, and it will be prosperous. That's his word. I love um, God uh, just uh, always, um, it does make me chuckle because God, uh, when people set themselves up, the Bible says God laughs, doesn't he? in the Psalms of God, last when they set themselves, and we, we must be, you know, tough. We little human beings think we can challenge God. And Anyway, this was, um, this is a, a graveyard in Hanover, Germany. And this particular graveyard is closed up because it's full, <coughs> but it's full of antiquated monuments from many years ago. And um, there's one monument that was put there in um, 1782. And uh, this monument is, um, is in the form of steps, and they've got sort of metal um, uh, holding the steps, and this is what the inscription says, this sepulchre, old word, purchased for all eternity, is not permitted to be opened. Um, Opposed to this determination of man, a beech seed, uh, perhaps carried by the wind, found its way to the crevice of the foundation. (laughs) In the course of years, this little seed grew to be a strong, luxuriant tree, mocked the proud inscription of the monument, and raised the massive stones from their foundation, and broke those strong iron clasps asunder. Ah, the open grave reminds the visitor of the mutability of earthly scenes, the fallacy of man's resolution to project plans to last for all eternity. Um, and uh, again on the green plant, I was just watching, I think it was Japan wasn't it and, and those, those trees growing into the, um, going into the wall, I think it was Japan, yeah um, and just a simple little seed and, that, and the vastness that you can grow to and you can grow anywhere, if, you know, it, it, the man they're obviously pretty arrogant, um, g- unbeliever said, so this will never be open. So God says, have a little bit of this. Let me just, just just put a little seed in. Let's see how this tree grows. And, boof, breaks it open. Bless God. God is good. And he's always trying to tell us that he is mighty. Mighty. And the principles are always the same. Um, God's word is the seed. And, of course, that is implanted in us to bring a new life. It ha- That's the principle, isn't it? That seed has life in it. And it wants to be Im- implanted. The Holy Spirit takes it and puts into our hearts. James 1. James 1.
0: Don't be deceived, my dear brothers, every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of firstfruits of all he created.
2: Again, he's he's using that word deceived a number of times with Galatians. Um, now here in um James and then we'll read in 1 John in a moment to be deceived is to be led astray to be uh, erring erring and he says that don't forget everything good is from the Lord don't listen to the devil's lies and but it, the word of God is implanted in us it will bear fruit and we'll become the first fruits of the creator bless the Lord wonderful and it's his word that life principle in the seed that's implanted within us. We know this, but we we'll read it again because it, uh, Jesus said, if you understand this parable, you understand everything. Um, Luke 8.
0: And he said unto you, it is given to them the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to others in parables, that seeing they might not see, and hearing they might not understand. And the parable is this, the seed is the word of God, those by the wayside are they that hear. Then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. <clears throat> they on the rock are they which, <clears throat> when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no root, which for a while believe and in time of temptation fall away. And that which fell among thorns are they which, when they have heard, go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life, and bring no fruit to perfection. But that's on the good ground today, which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it, and bring forth fruit with patience.
2: So God's word, his seed, bearing fruit in our hearts, making sure, again, nothing wrong with the seed, nothing ever wrong with God's seed, God's word, but again, out of the environment, need to have the right environment to produce fruit, and that's why he said, now be careful with those, that, that shallowness and uh, emotional hearing. We love, don't we? love to listen to some things and we get all emotional. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. God loves us to be happy and blessed. But remember, it's got to go deep. It's got to really change us. So when things are not going so well, we're saying, Lord, I still trust your word. I'm still holding on to your word because I know it's, it's going to produce fruit. And of course the thorns and thistles, we looked at those the cares of this world and the uh, lights and the the deceitfulness of riches and all those things, but the good and noble heart that watches over the word and looks after the word that lets it delve down into us. Remember the the principle, the Christian principle, that uh, creation principle, but of the Christian principle of receiving. Everything we have is received from the Lord, appropriation, remember? Then everything we have is put into our lives, formed in our lives, built in, like the wise man, build, dig down deep, let the principles, and then, of course, giving, uh, donation. We've got, it's never ever to be held to ourselves. It's just to be shared. Wonderful. And of course, as we, last week, so often we, and the devil's a liar, because he'll say, well, Dave, you've sown so much. You've, uh, you know, you've given stuff around the houses, you, you've done this and done that, and, and what, you see, remember, the Bible says, you keep sowing. You keep sowing. The Lord will bring the harvest. That's his job. And uh, Ecclesiastes said, look, those who look around, and look at the clouds, look at the circumstances, will stop sowing. He said, don't look at the circumstances. Look at, your, at the word, what God tells us to do. That power in his word. Um, 1 Peter 1. 1 Peter 1. Now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth, so that you
3: have sincere love for your brothers, love one another deeply from the heart. For you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring word of God. For all men are like grass, and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers
2: and the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord stands forever. Bless the Lord. That word has saved us. I love that particular chapter. You'll find uh, he uses that word imperishable, incorruptible a number of times. Our inheritance, he said, is incorruptible, it's in heaven, so no one can touch it, bless the Lord. Our faith, the proof of our faith is imperishable, when God looks at it and tests it. And of course, we are saved not from own deeds, but from his word, which is imperishable, not Uh, corruptible cannot be corrupted we corrupted of course but his word cannot be so we are saved by the word God implants his word in the Holy Spirit takes the word and applies it and brings life into us so much so that 1 John 3 says this 1 John 3 7 to 10 dear children do not let anyone lead you astray
3: he who does what is right is righteous just as he is righteous he who does what is sinful is of the devil Because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the son of man appeared was to destroy the devil's work. No one who is born of God will continue to sin. Because God's seed remains in him, he cannot go on sinning because he has been born of God. This is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not a child of God,
2: nor is anyone who does not love God
3: his brother
2: well that's very clear isn't it and of course uh, some would say well david's a bit of contradiction because obviously in, in chapter one he says if you sin if you confess your sin you're faithful and just well of course there's a there's a principle here isn't it of uh, perpetual rebellion um uh, characterized characterized by uh, powerlessness to stop sin well if that's the case the, the word of the lord is his is life is not within us is it if we can't change our direction because he's given us all that we need, if we can't change the way we think, change our pattern of behavior, then the Bible says, no, wait a minute, is the Lord in us? Is the seed of the word of God in us? Otherwise, he said, no. He said, if, if it doesn't abide in you, you will carry on and living as you like. Spirit of lawlessness. But when the seed of the word of God is in it, there's something about us. We want to do what the Lord says. We try to want to please him. Do we always uh, do it? No. But then the, what happens then, when we do trip up, there's such a weight, isn't there? And again, if there's no weight of conviction upon us, uh, then we've got to say, Lord, where's that word, where's that uh, life of Christ? Because he's come to give us a victory. So it's the, the, the purpose of the Lord was to destroy, to break, to loosen the power of the enemy. So when we, when we have the Lord, we are uh, released from, as we said, we are not just freed from the penalty of sin, salvation, freed from the power of sin, bless the Lord, the sanctification, and uh, well, we're not not getting away from the presence of sin until we get to heaven, and then that's when we're glorified. Bless the Lord. But the power that is in us from God's word uh, stops us continually, continually, continually sinning, and when we've got to say, Lord, uh, why is this? It should not be, uh, because uh, the spirit of God is in us with his word applying to our character. Bless the Lord. But not just that. Uh, We talk about God's seed, but again, God's asking us. Everything we have, in in a sense, in principle, is a seed, isn't it? Of course, you may watch, um, or you may have turned on um, some of the um, uh, American ones. They said, take that 10 pound. It's a seed and plant it. Well, again, that is not untrue. But of course, they wanted to plant it in their uh, ministry. Well, careful now. Um, you know, you want to plant it in the Lord's ministry, don't you? And uh, Because where your treasure your heart is also. Some people say, well, I don't feel I belong to a place. Well, you're not giving. us. That's, that's probably our, part of the reason. You're not jolly giving, people. If you give to something, you're interested. Your heart is there. Um, but this is a principle. It's a beautiful principle from 2 Corinthians 9. Uh, uh, Paul is, is challenging the Corinthian church from another church. I love, see, that's why we need each other. Uh, the Macedonian church, he said, the Macedonian church is going through difficulty, um, much difficulty and um, much poverty. Yet, because of the grace of God and the joy that is superabounding in their life, they were, they just, they said, I don't want to take from me. We said, we're going to give. We're going to give, they said. But in their poverty and their difficulty, out of that, why? Because grace touched them. And remember, we said, nothing is ours anyway. Nothing is ours all of its lords. Let's read this uh, amazing principle 2 Corinthians 9 6
4: to 11. Generosity encouraged. Remember this, where the souls me, will also reap steadily, and where the souls generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, and all that you need, you will abound in every good room. As it is written, they have freely scattered their eggs to the poor, their righteousness endures forever. <clears throat> now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God.
2: That's a great principle, isn't it? Exactly. Give bountifully, then... The Bible says, in all things, in every way, in any any times, God will uh, supply sufficiency for you. Great principle. What is there anything we're lacking? Well, start sowing into that area. Yeah. Dave, I haven't got enough time. Well, spend more time with the Lord and you'll find you've got more time. It's, it's what we call counterintuitive. You, you, you're struggling for money, start sowing into the kingdom. And uh, you'll find that uh, you've got more coming back to you because God's sort gonna of bring a shovel isn't he since it's a principle but remember God gives not for us to hoard but to give away he said I've given you so you can be generous you can be liberal and so if we hold back then God's going to say well wait a minute I, I, I'm, I'm investing in you so you can give and be generous and and uh, liberal a liberality said I've enriched you so you can give it away and I love that as we sow and give what does he say? God's blessing is abundant upon us in all things, at all times, given us sufficiency. Uh, we'll abound in every good work. Bless the Lord. It's a great principle. So when we are lacking, when there's, there's issues in our life, what are you sowing into? it? We just mentioned those at the beginning, about our character, about our thinking, maybe we're worried or this or that, the other. You know, what are we sowing into? What are we leaning on? And uh, that's, that's the principle. Sometimes it takes pressing through, of course it does, uh, because if that's, if that's how we've thought and behaved for such a long time... Um, it, it's going to take a while and the devil is, is not going to let us give up that, is he? Mm-hmm. If we are a continual warrior Or this or that, he doesn't want to, he wants to, <laughs> to, to ham, hamstring us. Yes. So we sow God's word, mm-hmm. His character, the Holy Spirit breathing through us, sowing bountifully, then breathing bountifully. And uh, just sow give it away. Bless the Lord. Remember it didn't yours. Give it away, Time, talents, tithes. Um, they said, if you sow one bushel, I think it's wheat I was reading. You get 31 back, 31 bushels back. Yeah, and that, that's in the natural, that's creation principle. The Bible says you will see my character through creation. How much more spiritually? How much more spiritually? But remember, it isn't for you were to buy a jet. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, definitely not. Um, it, it is to uh, give into the kingdom. So you, people, are, of course, they said they had nothing. But they were giving into that situation. I, I, I told you this <coughs> story the other day uh, about Robert Schuler. And he, he was teaching on that principle, wasn't he? Any fool can count the seeds in an apple, but only God can count the apples in one seed. And uh, this, um, so one day he had a letter with a soya seed sent to him. And uh, this, this was a letter. In 1977, Dr I lost half my crop. It was such a bad year. It was so wet <coughs> and uh, couldn't get half of it harvested and it didn't develop. So the end of the year in October, harvest time, I walked through the fields and tried to pick up a bushel here and there and piece there. And I was standing by itself, an unusual soybean plant. I walked over and I was shocked by the size and how good it was. I went and carefully picked off the pods, 202 pods. I opened them, 503 beans. Took them home, kept them in the pan all winter, dried them out. Next spring, planted. Mm-hmm. 1978. Took 503 soybeans, planted them in the little plot behind my house. And when October came, threw 32 pounds. Bless the Lord, 32 pounds. I took those in 1979, and uh, with those 32 pounds, I planted one acre. When this, when October came, I harvested 2,409 pounds. And I planted them then in 68 acres. That's what my, the size of my land, and from that I had 2,100 bushels. and Cashed them in for fifteen thousand dollars. So he said, "You are Mr. Schuler. Use your bean. Use your bean. <laughs> the principles of God's word you can guarantee. You can um, don't listen to the devil. What did he say? Do not be deceived. You will reap what you sow, positively or negatively." So if there's negative things going on in, in our lives, then say, Lord, what, what am I sowing? What, what am I doing wrong here? What am I sowing? Uh, remember, sometimes we go through difficulties, not of our own making, but God is allowing them. But as a first point. we must always, always say, Lord, wait a minute now, is this something amiss? Because I found generally <laughs> that is there's something amiss in my life. But when we sow, we reap. We sow bountifully, we reap bountifully, and God will bless. Why? Because he wants us to bring life. We are life bringers. Oh, so watch our words. We, we're going to speak life. Sometimes we speak death, don't we? We can be quite critical, such as men especially. And uh, harsh. Oh, help us, Lord. We're going to speak life. Speak life in the, in the situations. So help us. Bless the Lord.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this episode. To find out more about our church, including our service times, visit www.northand.org
3: oakdalechristiancentre.org